Hello, everybody, and welcome to Film Actually News for the 3rd of June, 2012. I am Dave McVeigh, and I am joined by Josh Philpott. How are you, Josh? Uh, not bad, man. <laughs> it's good to be doing a show and not feel really tired. That's true. That's true. We're actually recording However, at a reasonable I, I'm time. by the second, so let's not waste time here. No problem. We're also joined by Richard Gray. Richard, how are you? Do we have connection tonight? We do. I've gone back to 1943 for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're the 1943 announcer, and Josh and I are here to actually do the news. So we're going to see how we go. I dare you to keep up that voice throughout for the next half an hour. <laughs> this just this just in: Hitler kicked a puppy. <laughs> This is Film Magazine News. This is where we take our weekly roundup of the entertainment news. We're kind of loud, fast, and under 30 minutes. Always under 30 minutes. And we shaved it pretty close last week, let me tell you. I think Dave's the loud one. I don't think I reach loud. Mine's kind of more of a somber del tone. Yeah, well, we all have our our different places, you know? (laughs) All right, let's get on to our stories for the week. Uh, first of all, I want to say that uh, Simon Pegg was recently interviewed uh, by the Daily Telegraph uh, in the UK. And right. if you remember, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, was was hired to be the Star Trek villain in Star Trek Two, the the second Star Trek uh, reboot, and uh, everybody was speculating whether he was going to play Khan or not. And then it was no, he's not playing Khan. And then suddenly we got this insider report, and everybody said Benedict Cumberbatch is Khan. It's happening. This is he's Khan for Star Trek Two. Well, and that's been now kind of settled for a couple of weeks now, but now Simon Pegg has basically been interviewed, and in the interview he actually said, it's not Khan, replies Pegg. He says, it's a myth, everyone's saying it, but it's just not. Uh, <laughs> owned internet got it wrong. Uh, he says, and I for one am grateful that it's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> he actually says, um, in the interview, he goes on to say, Is the misinformation from the famously secret is this misinformation from the famously secretive Abraham's camp? He says, No, I think people just want to have a scoop, and it annoys me. It's beyond what the point, <laughs> it is beyond the point to just ferret around for spoilers all the time to try and be the first to break them, says Peg, mm. a fanboy's fanboy who wrote an autobiography called Nerd Do Well and seems to have forgotten that part of the thrill of being a comic book or film fan is about getting as many details as possible in advance. But he goes on to say it just spoils the film. Goddamn right. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought I'd drop that that out. So according to him, it is not Khan. And I'm actually kind of happy about that. I don't want Khan in Star Trek 2. No, I'm kind of glad that after the, the first one, they were given license to like do whatever they wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I don't... And, and if they just started remaking the other eight films, or hang on, no, another nine films again, <laughs> it would be point. They would be pointless. You know? I, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, Khan, I, Khan. Also, you know, from a fanboy point of view, and this is going to get really uber geeky, and I, I don't mean it to sound really uber geeky. I really don't live in my mother's my mother's basement. But if you, <laughs> if you really want to get really geeky. It's not Wrath of Khan time yet. We've actually gone back in time. Remember, this is early exactly. Kirk. So we would actually have to redo Space Seed first. Oh, and wow. that really wasn't that exciting. No. Yeah, you did just get pretty nerdy there. Don't think no, I'm no, not no. going to call you on that. <laughs> when, I, when, I broke that, when I put that story up on my site earlier this week, I actually mentioned that very thing, David. I got uber geeky. I mentioned Space Seed. Word, man. Yeah, word. Yeah. <laughs> we do. I'm feeling like a, decidedly less nerdy right now. Thank a, a, a you. Yo, a geek enough for us. <laughs> we do a mid <laughs> we do a mid-air fist bump and miss, right, Richard? 
kind of difficult from about seven suburbs away too. Just, ah, what the hell? <laughs> Wi-Fi high five. Oh, dude, virtual high five. <laughs> right, I'd, I'd uh, still miss somehow. Richard, tell okay. me about Kathleen Kennedy. It's just in. Kathleen Kennedy names co-chair and successor of Lucasfilm. George Lucas remains as CEO. Now, can I just say, huh? <laughs> yeah. George Lucas announced that uh, he'd be like he's been saying for ages that he wants to retire. He's going to step away from it. Um, and uh, there's a, there's, a, there's a handy little press release as Collider put up there, um, saying that he spent his his life at Lucasfilm and he shifted his focus in other directions. He wants to make sure it was in the hands of someone equipped to carry my vision into the future. Um, Rick McCallum must be really burning right now. I was about uh, to say, <laughs> what happened to Rick McCallum? God. <laughs> <laughs> So, Kathleen like Kennedy, who, as you pointed out to me the other day, David, has her own company. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, has been handed the reins. It looks like, you know, George Lucas will be co-chair for a while until they kind of settle this whole thing. So he wants to go off and, I think, make claymation in his basement again. So, I don't know. Now, do you think she'll ever actually release the original Star Wars films now? <laughs> I reckon oh, God, I hope so. so. As soon as, he, as, soon as uh, he's out, it'll just be like, right, Ka-ching. <laughs> it's been a, absolutely. I, I guess I actually look. Dude, in all seriously seriousness, for a moment, um, I actually hope it's slightly different. I actually just hope um, that instead they turn around and go, "All right, let's get this shit back on track." That's yeah. the reaction I want out of that company. Now it's like, okay, Lucas has retired and taken a backseat. Let's put Star Wars back the way it's supposed to and release it on Blu-ray so everybody will buy that. And then after we've done that, we also have to like, you know, stop making crappy movies and licensing ourselves <coughs> out to terrible things like Connect Star Wars. I'm pointing directly at you, Lucas, for that. <laughs> and I'm just saying, if we get rid of all that shit, maybe people will stop looking at Star Wars as if it's a dead saga. Yeah, it'll Just be like saying. the it'll be like the Lucasfilm of the eighties, you know. It'll be when when everything was kind of like even if it didn't work, it was an event film, you know. Can I can I can we just backtrack this one a little bit and correct me if I'm wrong here, um, uh, Richard? But George isn't actually stepping down yet. No, not yet. He's he's kind of he's sort of phasing himself out. So right. he's he's named her co-chair at the moment. Right. So he's and he's still CEO and he'll remain CEO until he retires. Um, and then she will be the successor of, of, of him. And, so he's just, yeah. And now can I ask, what happens to her husband? Um, they, they are co- they, She runs at the moment Kennedy Marshall with yeah. her husband, Frank Marshall, who is a director, and they produce some very successful films. I reckon and you're going to have Marshall McCallum. Marshall McCallum. And, and, <laughs> and the other question is, does she continue producing? She's a long-time Spielberg producer. Oh, so yeah. I, this, this, this story baffles me, where, how she came into this equation. Yeah, look, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Spielberg recommended her. I don't know, but uh, it, it's a uh, look. They all know each other. Yeah, but it is weird. We'll be interested to see what happens with it. But uh, I, I just find it interesting that he's kind of named a successor, like he's a king handing on his kingdom. Yeah. It, it is odd, and and I I think the 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 nail was hit right at the very beginning. Though, what about poor Rick McCallum? <laughs> he is not. He's not mentioned once in the article. That is terrible. And he's pretty much been George Lucas's right hand man, yeah, uh, for the last twenty years or more, or just you know. his right hand, as the case might be. Anyway, we will <coughs> we will move on. Josh, what's interesting? Uh, what's interesting? Yeah, I'll write that story that I put. What's interesting in? <laughs> um, okay, so the, the gray. Not everyone in here's favorite film. Yeah. Um, 
exactly that i would say eh about it but um i i just thought it was interesting to note that um the uh director joe uh carahan carnahan yeah dream project as he's calling it um continue that's the name of the film has been uh given a green light and uh it i I, again shout out to film school reject for just being lyrical geniuses here but um this is their description for it it's an actor act action-centric uh, to take place on a uh, story trope, uh, which is kind of like Groundhog Day with guns or that episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where the same attack keeps happening, but not in space. <laughs> I think that's the most brilliant. That that actually is the reason why I'm interested in this film, not the fact that he's doing another film, the fact that they put it that way. I would love to see any film that's Groundhog Day with guns, especially yeah, yeah. if it has Groundhog Days and or Bill Murray, absolutely. Uh, oh, could you imagine? Could you imagine a sequel to Groundhog Day with guns? That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be right I reckon that's a sequel Bill Murray would do. <laughs> yeah. Well, he won't do Ghostbusters apparently. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, look, I Joe Carnahan is. I I don't know what to think of this man. I'm not a huge fan. No, I'm not. I am interested to see where and what he thinks. Where he thinks he can go with it, and um. Like he did smoking aces, terrib- right? What he did smoking aces? Is this the same guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, and that's the thing. He always has these incredibly interesting ideas, which are almost more interesting to me in principle than they are in actual, you know, spectacle when I actually see them. But I am interested to see what this man could do with a film like that. Like, mm. if he could go, you know, it's it's kind of it's trippy. So that kind of works for him, and it's guns. So maybe, maybe slowly as time goes by, he can combine all the films he's made and actually make a good film. <laughs> Someone's going to do that on YouTube at some stage. Put, put all, <laughs> mash all his films together. I yeah. think that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, I imagine it probably already exists. It probably does. Oh, all yeah. right. So from Joe Carnahan to Channing Tatum. Let's talk yeah. about him for a minute because it turns out, it turns out the plot thickens with G.I. Joe retaliation. <laughs> now, <laughs> this article, I, I thought this was classic. And you know what? For me personally, probably the most um, uh, logical thing I've heard about this entire date push on G.I. Joe so far, which apparently when they test screened G.I. Joe, it got really, really, really poor reception because audiences actually it would turn out, seemed to really like Channing Tatum. Because you got to remember that this mm. year, he had The Vow and 21 Jump Street, both really successful. And for a person who was barely known when the first G.I. Joe came out, his star has risen. Oh, yeah. Now, apparently in G.I. Joe Retaliation, spoilers, people, I mean, I assume we haven't seen the film. Apparently he dies at the very beginning of the film. Oh. And that's why he's not on the poster. and apparently the test audience really didn't like this uh so one of the suspicions is that a lot of these reshoots are they're boosting his (laughs) roll-up they're putting in more more tatum Tatum. that's that's hilarious (laughs) that is the reason the movie is failing not because of story or plot or anything like that. No, it's because there's not enough Tatum. Not enough Tatum. I love, I love that <laughs> I, the studio. I feel acts. sick. Not for love- not because I hate Tatum. Just because that concept. It's like ah, uh, I I really enjoyed the film and I liked the story and what you did with it. But 
I got sad at the start when Channing Tatum died, and I just, you know, zoned out after that. It, Tatum's a lovely man, um, but and 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 I really liked his work, and I think he's doing some great stuff with Soderbergh. And and uh, yeah, yeah. but I, I love the fact that the studio has the balls to actually kill off, uh, uh, you know, a favorite character in the first ten minutes or something, and then they back down over test screenings. I go, know. Yeah, yeah. No, let, let's 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 put him back. Yeah, let's actually revive him. But can, can we also can we also this as another excuse to say that test like screenings to- are the dumbest thing ever uh, made ever in the history of the world and people should abandon them can we and realize agree? that you cannot take normal people off the street who haven't even bothered to they're probably not even in the mood to watch a film and yeah. essentially plonk them in a room and then at the end ask them for information about what they saw on the film and just hope that that's going to be good just can we, saying can we also point out that they only seem to notice this two weeks before its release date <laughs> I, I, I still come back to the fact that we only just pushed it. They yeah, only they, noticed this. <laughs> it's like you know. I really, really, want, I really hope that they 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 still kill him off at the start of the movie and then bring him back later without explaining it. That would be awesome. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Now, can, can I ask, uh, Josh? You saw footage from GI Joe. Yes. Was there much Tatum in what you saw? Uh no, not really. There was a bit. There was a bit. Hmm. But um, uh, there there wasn't much. I st- I did actually find it surprising when you said that they kill him off. Apparently, I right. was not in any way aware that that was even the case. Okay, well, according to this article on Deadline, it actually says uh, Channing Tatum had a breakout spring starring in The Vow and Twenty One Jump Street. In our first screening of the film, the reaction from the audience was good, but with two big concerns. One, they didn't like the fact that Channing and The Rock didn't have time to develop a friendship before Channing died. And two, why wasn't it going to be in 3D? We went back and shot another week with Channing to develop more of his story with The Rock, which made the film play much better, but we didn't have time to it, we didn't have time for it to be in 3D. Hmm. So uh, I would say that now they've given themselves nine months, I expect to see a whole lot more Channing Tatum and pretty mediocre 3D. (laughs) That's what I, that's what I imagine it's going to be. So uh, Hmm. anyway, so there you go. There's a little bit of a scoop about what's going on with GI Joe. We did harp on it a lot last week and that didn't come into the equation. It never even occurred to me. But then again, I didn't know Tatum died at the beginning of the film. Now it's a huge spoiler as well, by the way. So everybody knows he dies and therefore the entire uh, impact of that scene will be lost on the film when it does finally come out in March Mm -hmm. because everybody knows. (laughs) Which is my problem with the deadline culture. It's kind of like, let's scoop everything just so we can tell you that I scooped it first. Absolutely. Yeah. And it sounds like the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch being Khan, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly right, you know. Richard. Uh, um we all well we didn't all like Drive when it came out last no, year. No, we all, no, 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 we, no, we all liked it. Yeah. I was I it. wasn't in love with it. <laughs> no, exactly right. But I, Josh and I kind of gushed over this when it came out and James Salas who wrote the original novel uh that it was based on of the same name has written a sequel uh called Driven. Right. Um, it sounds like a prequel, though, doesn't it? It does, man. Yeah. It does. It also uh, sounds like a terrible movie that starred Stallone, but uh, yeah. we'll leave that alone. Uh, but he's actually. Wait, I had something for this. No. <laughs> he's actually written a, uh, a sequel that has just come out this week, uh, I think, and or it's just recently come out. Um, and he's actually said, and he's talking about the sequel to the film, which is apparently already uh, in the pipeline. Um, and he said it wasn't. It was difficult not to visualize Ryan Gosling playing the role when I wrote the sequel. I think he really made the character his own. Of course, they made changes in the script. But it has the blood, heart, and guts of the book. It feels like my film. Uh, so they're already in works for Drive 2. Do we, though, given the ending of Drive, feel as though a sequel would uh, be appropriate? Not at, at all. all. I actually feel the same way I felt when I found out there was going to be a sequel to First Blood. 
I thought, mm. I don't need a sequel to this. Mm. It's mm. done. I don't It'd be need... like Shane 2. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you guys on this. I just, I'm not feeling it. I just, I don't think there's a future to the idea of a sequel to this. But again, if the story's good enough, perhaps there's something there. Also I just point, hope it doesn't end up being the extended adventures of Ryan Gosling. Can I also yeah. point That's, out, though, that just because a sequel to the book has been written doesn't necessarily mean that the film will ever show itself. And let's not forget that Forrest Gump, which was enormously successful, yeah, um, had a sequel written, uh, Gump and Company, which never got turned into a film. That's true. Mm. So, but apparently it's in the pipeline. I, I predict to drive to drive here or something. <laughs> <laughs> Drive, drive harder. Drive harder. Drive, I drive, like that. Yeah. Drive five. This is what we're going to move up to. Yeah, that could be With called, The Rock. The Rock will be in the sequel. That's right. Well. It could be called Faster. No, they've already done that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I think it's, I think it, there's certain, not every movie needs a sequel or a prequel or a redo or a reboot or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> do, nowadays, yeah, I'm, I'm mildly, mildly bitter about Prometheus at the moment. So. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about more of that on the next. Uh, yeah, I'm leaving that one yeah. right alone. <laughs> we'll, we'll, t- we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that on film actually next That's week. Opening a whole can of worms. <laughs> uh, we're not getting into that right now. Out. Just, just, just leave. I'm, and we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you just had to do it, didn't you, Dave? You I, well, you I actually, one. actually, Richard did it first. You just didn't hear him. <laughs> All right, Josh, tell me this. What ten? What ten? Ten discs. Yay! Ten discs. The Avengers assembled. Um, is going to be it, like it just mind boggles me. You remember how I told you about that like amazingly huge um, Harry like, Potter Harry Potter block set yeah, that we yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. This is like just the idea that we're doing. It's there's a ten disc collection coming out called the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase One. Now that's the thing that terrifies me the most which is that it's the Avengers assembled and apparently it's going to be this ginormous fucking box set of everything that you can possibly imagine and like they've got it under a cloak it's just the worst kind of marketing ever it's just straight for gigs straight to the heart of our nervous system and the problem is going, <laughs> yeah, I, say that, <laughs> I didn't say it was a bitch i just said that i was a ama- i you know it was just happening and so it's going to have the avengers on blu-ray 3d and blu-ray it's going to have um, Captain America the same. It's going to have Thor the same. It's going to have Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 1, a bonus disc called the Phase 1 Archive, Ooh. which is just going to be more nonsense for people to buy into and, and watch more Master special features. Over. I'm you there. Know, good for them, though. I'm there. Got my lube ready. <laughs> yeah. Um, baiting over it. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Yes, but anyway, He's already for any, moist. <laughs> for anybody, uh, for anybody uh, interested, apparently this is going to be revealed, so we're going to see what it looks like, and I hope it looks badass, but it will be revealed on July 15th. Yeah, and do you, know call- what the, do you know what the best part of all this is, Josh? We get the Avengers a month before America. Yeah, yeah. We're getting it in August, and they're releasing it in September, I believe, in the states. So yep. uh, uh, I'm so I'm, I'm tickled. I'm going to be first one there buying Avengers in August. Going, sorry, Americans, you're going to <laughs> skip to the store. I will be. I'll be. I'll be literally floating on air. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it arm in arm, Dave. We'll skip into the store and together. I'll be and then we'll, videotaping. And then when we get to the door, I'll push you over so I can grab my copy. <laughs> And I will have already got mine. And if it's re- and, and, if, and if it's really geeky, 
This shows you how geeky it is. We really hope that it's a limited numbered edition. <laughs> I want something in the first 100. <laughs> oh, dear. We're terrible. Oh, God. We're running out of time, too. Uh, very, very quickly. I just thought I'd bring this up very quickly. Aaron Sorkin finally came out and said that he doesn't give a damn about the other project, uh, the other Steve Jobs film that's coming out with uh, Ashton. Um, and he says uh, that uh, he says he says his life was big enough that there's plenty of room for more than one film. And he said that this is actually an incredibly intimidating, basically in a nutshell, an incredibly intimidating project. It's kind of like writing about the Beatles. Is yeah, the they both he, had a company called Apple. That's true. Very, very, yeah. very true. But I'll, I'll, that's all I'll say about that. I mean, it was, it's a deadline article. It's kind of interesting to read. I always find it interesting to read about Sorkin and what he's doing. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do about this. Richard. Uh, Guy Ritchie is making a Treasure Island film. Yeah, Re- I read I this. this yeah, I read this. <laughs> what are you? You're going to come out onto my island? You stick me up with a gun? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah, long, long John Silver. I, 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 right now, I'm saying. Can it, we please uh, have Jason Statham playing absolute, Long John Silver? Silver, absolutely. Jason Statham or um, uh, Vinnie Jones? I'm predicting. Oh, Vinnie Jones. <laughs> I'm yeah. predicting Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, he'll, he'll do his, his uh, Johnny Depp esque pirate for that. That's right. <laughs> it's the same producer, same director um, as uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Why not the yeah. same star as well? Get that sword out of my face. <laughs> it's, not in, it's not in your face. <laughs> Look, I, I actually really like the story of Treasure Island, and I think Guy Ritchie is a good director for this. So I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm down with this. I, if he, if, I will if, be interested to see what a gritty, gritty version of Treasure Island would be again. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Josh. Be good. Huh? Speaking of Drive earlier. Yeah. What's the story? All right. So I thought um, we should just bring note to this because uh, I find uh, Nicholas Windenriffen, um, which I'm very sorry, dude. I don't do that on, on purpose. I just really don't know how to say your name. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I know. It's it's like someone tried to say it for me with the pronunciation attached, and now I'm more confused. Because now I try and make the sounds, and I fuck them up even worse. <laughs> I, I, I like pronouncing it winding, because that's, that's how it's spelled. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, he's entering talks at the moment to uh, direct a graphic novel a- adaptation for The Button Man, The Killing Game. Uh, and he's going to be doing it for DreamWorks. Now, both of those things immediately make me go, okay, graphic novel, DreamWorks, all right, I'm in. Where, where are you going to take this? But apparently um, the concept behind it is that it, uh, the, the, the one-liner here is that it's going to be Red Meets the Hunger Games, and I need a Hunger Games with a whole lot more intent on it. So the concept is that Former coppers and mercenaries are hired by millionaires to take part in a game where they hunt each other to death. Now, that's been done a million times, but with that man behind the wheel, and it's an adaption of a really good, uh, this is not the first time I've heard about this, um, graphic novel, then um, I'm in. Yeah, it's yeah. The, the graphic novel's written by the guy who did uh, the original uh, Judge, Dredd. Uh, Judge Dredd. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, what, what's his name? John something. John, John uh, Wag- Wagner. Wagner. There it is. Yeah. Wagner, yeah. Wagner. Another one that could have two pronunciations. Absolutely. Yes. Depending yeah. on what country you're from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I'd be in on that. Yeah, look, I, I just, I think that it's the right kind of fit. It's like, um, if there's one thing I like, it's um, when his movies are a little bit more grounded, a little bit less ethereal. I know that's weird. Um, but it's sort of like, I would like to see what uh, would happen with that man doing something which is already existing. 
you know, like a pre-existing uh, concept. Yeah, can I, because can I, can I just point he, out, I, was, I wasn't as in love with Drive as you two were, but mm. I think he's a really interesting filmmaker. And that's what I'm saying. When you go, like, I don't think yet I've seen him get some really like knock down one path kind of a already pre-written subject matter. He always seems to work with his own or they work with um, like a story and then basically take it like a tangent off it. It's like with something like a graphic novel, you've got a fan base. Hmm. And so the, I would be interested to see whether or not he just throws that to the wind and says, fuck him, or whether or not someone like that would actually, you know, try and do a really faithful version of something. And if so, what would someone like that do with something faithful? It's just, I, I'm, I'm sorry, it just it piqued my interest. Absolutely. No, I think that kind of very interesting. Do you know what else piqued you know my what? interest? Well, if you're not interested, we'll forget you guys. I, I, don't I just said I was interested. Have we no, lost No, no, look, I, I tuned out there at the end there. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we, what we might be interested in, though, as well, is that, uh, and I'll just say this with a grain of salt, because we've said this a few times over the last couple of years, Mad Max Thunder Road is back on track. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a lie. Every time they do this, it's just for people like you. They're just fucking with you, Dave. Apparently, like, Charlize no. Theron is on the uh, is on the junket circuit with Prometheus, and uh, with a slash film interview that has just gone up, she actually said she leaves for Africa in two weeks to shoot Thunder Road. So it's back on. They are actually. I, I, I say we don't need another hero. <laughs> I don't think we need another Mad Max, quite frankly. But if they're going to do it, let's get it done already. They've been trying to make this film for ten years. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, George Miller's had a great track record lately. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that's cold. You know, Happy Feet Two wasn't good, but you know, really, has he done anything else lately? No, I no. saw that come out to DVD, and I was thoroughly surprised that like it had just happened, and I had missed that film altogether. <laughs> What you, was you, it? you did you did a wise thing missing that film altogether. <laughs> what was his last although one? although there there are two characters in it, uh, Will and Bill, who are a pair of krill, uh, voiced by <laughs> Brad, voiced by Brad Pitt and Matt Damon. They deserve their own film. Fair enough. Then, then, uh, yeah, answer, well, riddle, maybe you might get lucky eventually. Riddle me well. this: What was George Miller's last film, other than Happy Feet? His last live film, his last real feet film. You know what I mean? Um, can anybody think of it? We, if only we had some sort of vast information network to consult. I know, wouldn't that be a really neat thing to have? But I'm actually thinking just off the top of our head, can we actually think of something that he's directed lately? Um, um, no, the last thing he did before Happy Feet directed was Babe, Pig in the City. Oh, good and, Lord. And before that... Uh, Lorenzo's was Oil. It was a documentary, but the last feature was Lorenzo's Oil, yeah. That's a long time ago. Wow, that's crazy long. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, let's see if you still got it. How much time we got left, Dave? <laughs> Couple minutes. So, Richard, tell me about Kick-Ass 2. Uh, Kick-Ass 2 is apparently, according to uh, everybody's favorite uh, Scoopy website deadline, uh, <laughs> every- <laughs> everyone's coming back uh, for that. And that includes, uh, it sort of answers our question about whether Chloe Moretz is uh, going to be too old or whatever. Or like, no? ass kick. Well, it doesn't actually answer the question as to whether she's too old. It just answers the question that they hired her. But yeah. the question is, is she too old to play Kate Girl still is out there? And we'll find out, I guess. But look, the fact that who reported this, that's what I want to know. So Universal is actually saying this? 
Uh, they said, uh, or is, is Mark Millar over there saying, by the way, Universal Science hired everybody? Well, and also apparently Nicolas Cage is set to return in a cameo role. So, Hell yes. That's an interesting little turn of events. Because if there is this 30 minute kick, uh, Hit Girl movie at the start of it, like they've been saying, yeah. then it's, it's conceivable they'd have him in flashback. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, like, you know, I, yeah. I, I look forward to it. I, I didn't like the movie as much as the graphic novel, but I liked the movie better than the second Kick-Ass series in comic form. So yeah, It's funny. I just can't seem to get excited about the sequel. I really no. was, I was really excited about the first one. I really enjoyed the first one. I just can't seem to get excited about the sequel. I think the ship has sailed. I think it might have. Mm. Richard, uh, Josh, you excited? Uh, no, same, same, same exact reason you are. Yeah. Um, I just I I just worry about a project like this. It's like I, I I it was a one standalone project. Seeing a sequel to this is kind of it. It feels like it kind of breaks the mythos. Like, and I'm just really not interested. I don't see any advantage to me yeah, watching no, I, this film. I agree completely. Josh, where can people right. find out more about you on the internet? RoddyLC.com is a gaming website. Go over there, check it out. A whole lot of awesome stuff all week, every day, twenty four seven kicking ass and taking names. Fantastic. And Richard? Uh, you can find me at therealbits.com. That's the R-E-E-L bits.com. Or you can find me on Twitter at DVDBits. And you can find me at geekactually.com or on Twitter at David McVeigh. And boys, we're out of time once again. Woo-hoo. Good night, everybody, Bye. and we'll see Bye. you all next week. Bye, yeah. everybody. Bye. Nothing further, Your Honor.